0: Comic Book Noise I'm your host Eric Howard Comic Book Noise can be found At ComicBookNoise.com It's part of the Delivered Noise Network For more details Please go to DeliveredNoise.com If you'd like to send Feedback You can email me My email address is Derek is the E-R-E-K At ComicBookNoise.com Or you can call The audio Comment line At 734-331-0772 Okay This past weekend Oh no No let me Let me go A couple weeks ago weeks shit it's only been last week wow last week ago um I went to Ollie's it is a like a a discount warehouse type store um I've mentioned it before it's a place where they have really cheap cheap comics oh and I found out one thing right they usually sell two types of trade there um, there's, uh, the, uh, softback trade, uh, soft cover I should say, where, um, they put the big Ollie's, um, price sticker on it, and they also have the hardbacks, but the hardbacks are usually wrapped in plastic, and then they put the label, but then they put the excuse me, the sticker on top of the, on um, top of the plastic, so that once you remove the plastic, you no longer have this really bright, garish orange uh, sticker on it. So if you have an Ollie's near you and that sort of thing matters to you, that's one thing you can do. Just look for the, uh, the things in hardcover. Anyway, I bought um, I bought a bunch of books. You know, uh, last time, the first time I went there, I was uh, disappointed in the selection that was there. Because, you know, uh, a bunch of my friends were online talking about Ollie's and saying how this place had a bunch of really cheap comics and it's a good place and other kind of stuff. But when I went there, I really didn't find a whole bunch of anything that I wanted. Uh, the second time I went there, I went with Patty. So... We went over to the book section. I saw a couple of comics there. I was like, eh, no, I don't, I'm, I'm just not feeling it, right? I almost bought some books, some uh, regular books, but I was like, yeah, I don't feel like carrying these around. Um, because Patty likes to walk around and look around at the different areas of the store. So that's what we did. And once we did that, lo and behold, there's this whole other section that was just comic books, it was just, uh, DC and Marvel, um, I think there may have been like one or two Dark Horse books, uh, I don't think I saw anything from, from Boom or IDW or Image, I think there, yeah, I think there may have been like one or two things from Image, um, but it's, but the vast majority of this stuff was, uh, DC and Marvel, right, a DC has this uh this softback series of reprints called uh showcase books. They're just like um oh god, uh the Essentials, Marvel Essentials. Uh they're they're big, thick. Um, if you remember the days of telephone books, they're like telephone books. Um, but this is black and white, it's cheap, you get a lot of stories to read. Um for a little bit of money, you know, and at Ollie's, it's even cheaper because most of the books are only like $3.99, you know, Uh, that's when I ended up getting, um, I think I'll say three or four different ones at that time. I got, uh, the Challenges of the Unknown, Essential, I got uh, uh, the Batman Team-Ups from Brave and the Bold, a couple others, I cannot remember, oh, Legion of Superheroes, like, Volume 5, one more, but I'm just completely drawing a blank, right, anyway, so I got a bunch of those from there Um, and some regular um, trade paperbacks Uh, Resurrection Man from uh, New 52 Um, I got the second Voodoo, which was okay because I had all the single issues um, leading up to the second one and I can't remember, something else can't remember Um, doesn't matter but uh this time around when we walked over, we went over to the book section and there was a bunch of books over there. I was like, okay, so they're really up in their game. But I'm not gonna grab too many because uh in case we go to the other comic book section and they have some stuff over there that I want, all right? Well, I went over to the other section and guess what? Yeah. They had consolidated the two. So <laughs> Even though I grabbed, like, uh... I to say, like, $30 or the books. I could have gotten more, but, um... I was greedy. And I suppose I could have walked back around and got some on a second pass-through. But I was like, meh, I'm ready to go. I have very, very low tolerance for uh, stores. And this one wasn't very packed, but it was still, you know... And I just didn't feel like it. <laughs> anyway, um... Unfortunately one of the books I got was uh, <laughs> Resurrection Man Volume Two because I forgot that i had picked it up because the cover did not look familiar at all. Um, and I think that's because when I got Resurrection Number One. Um, I got the first time I got number one and number two. I read through number one so quick and I just immediately started reading number two that I didn't really pay attention to the cover at all. You know. But this was uh it's kind of embarrassing, you know for me, personally, embarrassing to myself, because at one point, I could go through my comic collection, I could tell you exactly where and when I bought each of those comics, you know, um, and it would just be, just by looking at the cover, so yeah, I bought this when I was at you know, I was walking up to uh Comic Kingdom that time, or you know or yeah, I got this at uh uh Comics Plus, you know, or hmm, I got this at Comics Archive, you know, bunch of different places. Uh now I held a book in my hand that I had just read like a a few months before, and I did not even remember it. I guess it's a sign I'm getting old. Anyway, um but a couple of the books that I picked up well three books that I I picked up I definitely know for a fact I don't have they were um, Supergirl and the Legion of Superheroes A Dominator War which is really weird because I'm almost positive that I had those in um, single issue form but as I started reading the story it did not strike you know didn't bring up any memories whatsoever, so that's good, and yeah, the reason I bought it, even though I thought I might have the issues, was because I don't feel like digging up my issues every time I want to read a book, you know, Um, so if I didn't have, so if if I had it, then, you know, those are just some issues that I don't have to go looking for if I ever want to read them again, you know, Um, but these are ones I didn't have and it was um, a couple of books by the uh, uh, JSA a couple of JSA books one was I can't remember the name of it though it was one where um, Mr. Terrific and Hawk Girl end up getting stuck in ancient Egypt with um, when they went to go rescue Captain Marvel and they end up teaming up with um, uh, was it? Uh, Prince Khufu and Princess uh, Chayera who are the, like, the original incarnations of Hawkman and Hawkgirl um, and uh, Naboo when he still had human form before he became the helmet for uh, Doctor Fate and uh, Black Adam the original Black Adam, um, before he, you know, because with Black Adam, he, there was, was it, uh, Adam Tet, and then he ended up getting his, basically his essence trapped inside a scarab, and when the scarab was found by, um, Cece and Mary Batson, who later would have a son named Billy Batson, and a daughter named Mary. Um. The Scarab was stolen. By Theo Adam. Who was Black Adam's. Um. Uh. Descendant. So that's how he. You know. Basically got Black Adam power. And he has all these memories. Of Black Adam. Even though technically they're not the same person. Uh, and as I'm reading this, by the way, I just want to say Jeff Johns and um, David Goyer are the only writers over at DC who seem to get Black Adam right, okay? Because if you just want to make Black Adam a smash-em-up villain, anybody can do that, right? But this is somebody who was imbued with a certain sense of uh, personality, and uh, a lot of people skip over that, they give him some sort of, uh, of, um, I guess you could call it, well, what I usually call it is, (coughs) Star Trek, the old generation um, version of a Klingon honor, you know, where they go around talking about, you know, honor this, honor that. And then they act like a bunch of asses. And it wasn't until the next generation where you could actually see that there was, like, this system of honor in place. And there there may have been one in the old generation, but it just, I don't know, I guess it was lost on me. Um, and that's what a lot of people do. They they When they write Black Adam, they pay lip service to how much he is a damaged character, you know, they say, oh, yeah, this guy, you know, he's, he's pretty fucked up, but, um, it wasn't until, you know, Johns and Goyer really got their hooks into him, that you can see, okay, they're doing more than just showing it, they, they, in this story, they actually showed him as the hero he originally was, um, this was really good stuff, you know, uh, I think around this time, this was before they revealed to the rest of the JSA that Captain Marvel was really, like, a teenage boy, um, and you could see him crushing hard on, uh, Stargirl, (laughs) who is just, like, a couple years, not even a couple years, that's just, like, might be eight years older than him, but, you know, when he's, that's when he's Billy, but when he's, um, Captain Marvel, of course, you know, he looks like a grown ass man. Um, so you know, it's 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 kind of cool, and the the way that they the, the, that they handled uh, Captain Marvel was also really good. You know, I mean, just the whole thing, the whole way that they handled, um, I don't know, I guess you can say the descendants of Shazam. It just it just works for me. You know, it just really works for me. In fact, the whole thing when I finished reading it, that particular um, trade, I thought to myself, why do I always forget about the JSA, you know, whenever I'm, I'm talking about, um, supergroups, super groups that I like, I just, I either forget about the JSA, you know, like, there's some afterthought, I'll make a list, and of course, you know, it's like, Justice League, Legion of Superheroes, the, um, the avengers oh yeah and the justice and the justice society you know teen titans of course above them but um they're always like oh yeah the justice society I, I don't know why i keep doing that because every time i actually sit down and read justice league stories and it doesn't matter um who's doing it it's uh you know the jsa series by jeff johns and um, and david s goyer or if it's like older stories when they were in um, all-star comics. Or even when it's um, the annual crossover, you know, with um, the Justice uh, League of America. For those of I think everybody who's listening knows what I'm talking about. Um, the Justice Society have always been like people who've come up with some good Stories. You know, people have always been able to come up with good stories for them. Um, the only time they, they kind of lost me was uh, All-Star Squadron. Because All-Star Squadron, to me, wasn't really the Justice Society. You know, just I, I think it was like the Justice Society of America was part of the All-Star Squadron. But uh, the All-Star Squadron was like the Justice Society and others. And it was like, eh. I don't really need the and others part. (coughs) Excuse me. And the uh, Justice Society also had that sort of uh, storytelling I like, where it's a bunch of um, individual stories and then at the end they all come together for the big team up. And I think that that's because when um, the Justice Society started out, it was uh, intercompany crossover, you know, um, I want to say it was like All-Star, not All-Star, uh, All-American Comics, Dallas American Comic Company, and, um, Quality, maybe, and, uh, DC, I think that's how it was, but it was, it wasn't just DC, you know, it was a bunch of these other companies, and they said, okay, you can have our characters for, like, little, like a, for a few pages, so they had all these um, really short stories featuring the the characters and and but you know and there was a, like a wraparound story that connected everything. You know, I mean that's something that they still do to this day for uh, a lot of um, uh, for a lot of crossovers. You know, they will have like and I'm just making stuff up, right? Like um, X Men. It probably this probably does exist but i don't recall it'll be like x-men alpha where they start the story and then they'll have a bunch of like uh mini series of mini series and then at the end there'll be like x-men omega which is the end story and that's sort of what they used to do with the justice society they would start off where they would have a meeting where the guys would all guys and wonder woman would all um, come to sit around at the table and they would start talking. Well, hey, how was your day? Well, this is what happened to me. And they'll have these, a uh, bunch of different um, stories, individual stories, and they all have like this same sort of um, thread going through them. Like, you know, everybody's coming across like this red ruby, this shining red ruby. Right? And then at the very end, like the last chapter will be everybody realizing, hey, that is the um that that red ruby, that is the calling card of you know the, the, the crimson menace. So let's all get together and fight the crimson menace because we know where he is based on clues that were sprinkled out through all these other stories. Anyway, so I like stuff like that. <sighs> I always have. Um, and Justice Society, when they're dealing with um superhero stuff. Or fighting crime, I like when it's just like wartime stuff. That that sort of loses me because um, there was a reason that uh, what was it? Uh, da, 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 oh, Spear of Destiny, I think they said that the that the uh, the Nazis had some sort of magical artifact that caused the Justice Society members to not be able to invade Germany. You know, which is the comic book way of saying, uh, hey, yeah, we know that if we have a group of superheroes, they could have ended World War II in a weekend, you know? <laughs> um, and so I think that's why I don't like the war stuff as much. You know, the, the war stories of uh, Captain America I don't like for the same reason. It's just like... Uh, okay so you have these superheroes you know the, the the movie Captain America did it right it was like okay they won't let him go into battle because he's um good for um raising funds um and then you have Captain America in the comic books who's going into battle constantly you know and then you have people like um Star Mariner who's fighting uh um the, the human Torch, <clears throat> the Angel, the, the Destroyer, the Vision, the Wizard. You know, and that those are the golden age guys. <laughs> you know, as you get to the um the uh the Bronze Age heroes, uh like the invaders and the uh like Kid Commandos and those kind of guys <clears throat> the, the the question then becomes okay, why didn't you guys go and just like end, end this shit, you know although they did say that uh, and I don't, then this has definitely probably been retconned out but um, the reason that uh, uh, Hitler's body was never found was because the Human Torch and Toro actually went in and, and burned him up he didn't commit suicide he pretty much just got iced <laughs> he got iced by fire um they you know that they they ended his ass <coughs> but um they, i forgot why it was covered up maybe they didn't want then people to see the, uh the human torch as this uh, killer robot or something i don't know but anyway so that's one thing, I, 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 I'm just not a big fan of those, um, superheroes and wartime type stuff, you know, unless you're going to have super villains, you know, super powered villains on the other side, then okay, I can sort of see it, um, but if all you're going to do is have the, uh, have the heroes just pretty much, um, whooping the shit out of regular guys, even, Regular guys who are fucking assholes like Nazis. Um, it just—I don't know. It's just like, okay, send send Superman in there. He can he can he can finish it. You know, he, this this dude can 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 throw a fucking tank. right, <laughs> He can he can even if he gets hit by a, um, by an anti-aircraft missile. Is it going to kill him? And what about the fucking Spectre? He's supposed to be a good guy. He can take care of this shit. And anyway, like I guess I'm just not a big fan of that type of, uh, those type of stories. Um, but I've always liked what they've been able to do with the, uh, with the, um, justice society, just going back years and decades, you know, um, but this one stuff, but this particular story I like because they also had a, uh, since it was uh, time travel bullshit, they had a part where uh, Mr. Terrific, uh, Michael Holt, also went a, also uh, teamed up with Mr. Terrific, uh, Terry Sloan. And when he meets him, uh, Mr. Terrific in that gaudy uh, green and red and yellow suit with fair play written on his stomach just took one look and just like yeah okay so you guys are from the future right eh, okay and they're like well how did you know and he told him how he figured it out you know Sherlock Holmes style um and then so he he uh was talking to him said so, okay so and you must be the new Mr. Terrific and he's like oh yeah well you know how'd you figure that out and he's like yeah it's not that difficult <laughs> right <laughs> okay so we're gonna have a black um, Mr. Terrific later on and he's like do you have a problem with that I no <laughs> And so it just, you know, I liked Terry Sloan from that moment. You know, so I was like, okay, this guy's cool. He gets it. Um, he's one of those guys who, yeah, he had a, 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 a horrible name. <laughs> you know, he had a horrible name, ugly costume. But I think that if he hadn't been killed in one of the first, um, Crossovers of the Justice Society and Justice League, then I think that he they, they would have been able to do more with his with his character, with his personality, you know. Instead, we only ever get to see him in flashbacks or in time travel bullshit. Um, even when they tell stories of the Justice Society, they don't really use him a whole lot, you know. But once again. Johnson Goyer seemed to get him right. Um, and I think that he's probably one of those characters from the Justice Society who I'm really all not that much familiar with, you know? I mean, I've actually seen more of the whip than I have of, um, of Mr. Terrific, uh, you know, in his natural habitat, you know? Well, what was the guy? America Mando. Which was also good. Oh, and I didn't get it. Uh, I'm almost at work, so I need to hurry up and talk. So that was like uh, the, the big time travel bullshit story that I actually liked. Especially when they went back to the future. I'm not going to say how it was revealed, but that's how the shit should work. Um, but the other one was called Ghost Story. And this was way towards the end of the, the JSA run. And I'll tell you right now, I never even heard of this book. It was written by Paul Levitz with artwork by um, George Perez, uh, Rags Morales, and Jerry Ordway. You know, it's just like, wow, I've never heard of this this storyline. And basically, it was the Justice Society going up against, and this was around, uh, Infinity Crisis, Infinite Crisis, uh, actually the, the one year later storylines, um, and, uh, oh, God, they talked about, it started off with them talking about, um, the Golden Age, um, Superman and Lois Lane, uh, who around that time had disappeared at the end of uh, Infinite Infinity Crisis, um, and then it went into a story where they were, where the J S or the Justice Society. I'm not J S. Uh, the Justice Society was fighting a Gentleman Ghost, who I always thought was just like a clown ass villain. You know, I mean, yeah, he's a, he's a ghost. All right, just not really too much you can do. But uh, they showed him as a real threat. Um, So much so that he almost killed the the Justice Society. And once again, a really good story. When I finished it, I was like, why don't I read more Justice Society? But oh well, right now I'm at work. So I'm done making a lot of noise. (sighs) A lot of comic book noise. Take it easy.